Welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, where we strip away the layers to show you what it takes to achieve a healthy body and brain in 20 minutes. I'd like to invite you to go over to BareNakedHealthPodcast.com to take your free brain quiz today to see where the health of your brain lies. And for taking the quiz, you'll get a free copy of my book, The Four Morning Secrets to Perfect Brain Health, shipped to your door. Hey guys, I'm your host, Nick Horowski, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, episode number 26. In today's episode, I interview Troy Casey, the certified health nut. Be sure to stick around to learn what Troy's Ripped at 50 campaign is all about, as well as the top five individuals that you need to follow to be a healthy individual yourself. So right, I got well, all the time in the world for this. Awesome. Very good. Well, all right, guys. Uh, Troy Casey, the certified health nut here on the Bare Naked Health podcast. And Troy, I want to first just thank you for coming on the show. Uh, really excited to have you on here. And opening question for you. What I usually like to start out with is, tell us about your your health journey in 10 sentences or less. So I like to put that little bit of a challenge out there to keep everything concise, but really hit the main points of where you how you've evolved. I love it. Well, thanks for having me on, Nick. Absolutely. For sure. um, I love holistic health and all things, um, you know, personal and planetary wellness. So my health journey started. Um, I had asthma, and you know various other things when I was younger and then I got into the modeling industry and I used to bloat when I would drink beer, eat pizza or, you know, I grew up on Captain Crunch and Pop-Tarts as most (laughs) American children did. And so by the time I started a professional career uh, uh, as a high fashion model, I was sitting in Milan and that industry is very ruthless. So I quickly had to um, discover what was working and what was not working in my body through research and then application. And 25 years later, uh, I've done a lot of research and application. That's that's fantastic. And so I, I've seen you even posting recently, uh, I believe it's like ripped at 50. I've seen you talk like yoked at 50. So I, I'm guessing that's where you're at today. I mean, is there a specific motivation behind this? Is there something driving you for that? So um, I'll be 50 at the end of the year, and um, I, I dreamed up a campaign called Ripped at 50. I see that there's plenty of marketing gimmicks on YouTube and on the internet. Um, you know, the six-pack ab guy, if you know anything about internet marketing, you know, he's making $50 million a year. <laughs> he's, he's, he's dominating the scene. And uh, I think Mike Chang, you know, he has some holistic principles underneath all of his, you know, marketing gimmicks. But he's dominating the internet with the six-pack ab, which most people want the six-pack abs because that correlates attraction to the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever it is. Nature's first law is self-preservation. So there is a spreading of the seed component of looking fit and attracting uh, the opposite sex. And um, also there is a, an emotional, spiritual love component that at the soul level, uh, I think um, uh, the soul is trying to uncover, unfold, experience, you know, life, 
you know, at a higher level. And so uh, the advertising companies know this. They play us at, our, at the hormone level, at the sex hormone level. That's why uh, most of the television advertising commercials are geared with either the hot chick uh, or, you know, the super sexy man or whatever. They're using um, uh, the sex hormones. If you don't use this toothpaste or this underarm deodorant, you won't get this hot chick, which is what's implied in the majority of marketing and advertising in the world today. So Ripped at 50 is designed to meet the executives that are making uh, major decisions for a lot of these corporations that are contributing to the ill health of the, of the planet and the ill health of the human being with chemicals in the food, air, water, and soil. Um, and so um, it's, it's, a, it's a project that's in the works with me. And so um, I'm an example of what's possible. I may not be uh, the strongest man, the fittest man, uh, the most rippedest man uh, at 50. Uh, it's a concept of what's possible. I went to my 20-year uh, uh, high school reunion and people, you know, they hit the wall. They, they, they look like shit at 40. And so, uh, and 50's, you know, that much worse. And so it's just an option. Um, and the mission behind everything that I do, because I started in nutrition and then uh, developed into holistic health and natural medicine, and I spent a lot of time working in the Amazon rainforest, which is uh, one of the most important ecosystems on the planet as far as biodiversity, and biodiversity is very important for human species survival. So I'm a big picture guy. This is all about you know, big picture stuff. Healthy me equals a healthy planet. How do we expect the world to be healthy if we're not healthy ourselves? So the Ripped at 50 campaign is there to meet these executives that have the capital, they'll have the Ferraris, the mistresses, and, you know, maybe they even have the children and, and, and the families, but they don't have their health. Uh, I think uh, on average, uh, first executive heart attack usually is in, you know, I think between 50 and 55. And so, uh, so does that make sense? No, that's that's a great overview of it. And I love how you said you're an example of what's possible because people are going to think, well, okay, well, he was he was a professional model and he did this, but you also pointed out what you've been through. You've had struggles with your health. You haven't always been this fit, this healthy, but you're making that big picture because like you said, if you can show as that example, I mean, the perfect example probably is you're an example to your kids. They're gonna be the ones that you can they can see you as they grow up and they can see how well you, your wife, like you guys take care of yourselves, which is just fantastic. As I, I think that's the biggest example you could set right there. Yes, I agree. And one of the other things I saw, uh, you were even working with uh, Wayne Daniels. And I think like being a Czech practitioner myself too, I, I have that appreciation for that. But do you want to give everybody a little bit of an overview? What's different with that just versus going with a personal trainer or just like a nutrition coach or something like that? Well, when you're working with a Czech practitioner or someone who uh, is well-versed in holistic health, they're going to look at all facets of your life. And so um, for, for me, for example, uh, I was exposed to black mold for three years uh, from 2010 to 2013. And uh, if you know anything about mold, you know, it's, it's a very insidious <laughs> You know, it's an invisible problem, and um, until it, you know, comes home to roost in your body, I had upper respiratory infections, and and now I have weird autoimmune symptomology in my joints and stuff. So, 
if you look at me on the outside and your average trainer gets their hands on me, they're going to have me in the park doing burpees. But if you know anything about my energy from, you know, internally how I feel, my adrenals are completely exhausted. At almost 50, I've got two young children. That'll wear you out alone. Right. And then you, then you add to it uh, black mold exposure for three years, upper respiratory infections. Um, you know, that really compromised my immune system and it exhausted me on a very deep level. So there's not going to be any burpees for me. You know, ideally, you know, what, what's going to work for me is somebody that can assess where I'm at uh, at the highest level and then start to prescribe uh, movement patterns for me uh, that, are, that are aligned with my energy availability. And so, um, so you know, that's why I work with, with Wayne because Wayne can understand that. And he's going to start me out from ground zero and he's going to start me out to make sure that my core is functioning optimally. Because the you know the brain sends signals to the core, and then the core, um, you know, everything comes out. Your legs come out of the bed in the morning. That's activated by the core. You walk. That's activated by the core. You know, I, ideally, you get in and out of your car. That's activated by the core. So it's very important to make sure that the core is flipped on, and then that I have the proper motor recruitments going on. You know, dealing with exhaustion, you get into uh, poor motor re recruitment problems and then you throw out your back, your knee, your hip, your shoulder, you know, injuries uh, are much more easier. So I want to make sure that I'm building from the ground up. Now I've got another four months, three and a half months to go before I'm 50 and um, my mission is to stack another five pounds of muscle and it's been slow coming. It's I'm not just 20 anymore injury free and I can just pop in the gym and start hammering the weights and I get that good pump and my muscles grow. It's been very slow and let me tell you, you pull something, you're out for three months, we all know what that feels like uh, as far as gains go. So it's been, it's been slow and it's been functional and the other thing I like uh, about the corrective uh, exercises is that, um, you know, I, what I heard, it takes 3,000 reps, or no, it takes 300 reps to kind of learn a new exercise. Yes. But if you have poor motor recruitment or improper motor recruitment, um, then it takes 3,000 reps to override that. Have you heard that before? Yeah, I believe it's Vladimir Yanda. It's three to 500, like when you're a baby first starting to crawl, something like that, when you're just, or first starting to stand, starting to walk, it's about the three to 500 reps. And I, then I believe it's, three to 5,000 proper reps. And that's the thing, learning it three to 5,000, or I'm sorry, erasing kind of what happened. And then another three to 500 done properly on top of that, just when you're relearning it. So yeah, it, it can be certainly an uphill battle, especially as you age. And as like you said, you're approaching 50. So it's been 49 years of these movement patterns that you've done. Correct. And you add to that some exhaustion. Let me tell you, when I was living in that mold house, just walking up the stairs to my, to my, uh, my bedroom, I would get heart palpitations. And let me tell you, you're not, you know, your ankle to quad to glute, you know, recruitment, it's not always perfect. And, you know, the exhaustion, I mean, you, you hear about autoimmune, you know, 20 years ago, it wasn't even defined. And for me to go through it, it's like, it's a big deal. You know, you get completely exhausted. And, and so, um, you know, I got really hip on sleep and how important that was in restoration. And, well, you know, the Troy, that's one, that's one question I have for you then. This is one of the things I was going to ask. So what are your thoughts on sleep? I mean, do you feel that you need eight hours? Is it less? Is it more? Uh, is it the quality? Like what are your real, uh, what, what are your qualifications for sleep for you? 
So I learned a lot through the Czech Institute and through Paul on this. And, and Paul burnt out his adrenals from traveling and right. teaching all over the world as well and, 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 and spending time in different time zones. I think he calls it circadian disorder. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I was like your average human, you know, um, in the modern world. I was, I was doing emails and editing my cool videos, you know, after my son went to sleep. You know, he would get to bed at 9, 10 o'clock. This is before we got really zeroed in on circadian rhythms. And again, you know, I was exhausted from being a young parent. Um, and, and so, and then I started studying with Paul. This is before I moved into the, the, to the moldy house. And then, um, I just realized that, you know, the research is in 10 PM to 6 AM is optimal. My father worked the night shift and I saw it ruin his health. And so, and he had, you know, nightmares and all sorts of weird things you know, happen with his sleep patterns. I think he only lasted doing that for about 10 years. And so he worked the graveyard shift. And so, uh, so I, I see that sleep is extremely important. If you're looking at anabolic reboot, uh, like a daily anabolic, you know, building phase, you know, sleep is it. And, and then not only sleep, but quality sleep. So I got all the way down into EMF and electromagnetic radiation, electromagnetic frequencies, turning off the Wi-Fi at night, turning off all your breakers so the dirty electricity uh, isn't flowing through through your house. And let me tell you, nothing makes you f feel like you're in the woods or as close to living in, in the woods when you turn off your breakers and all the dirty electricity. And, you know, most of us live in cities or, or suburbs and, you know, you've got Wi-Fi bombarding you everywhere. So that I noticed right away helped just turning off the Wi-Fi, the dirty electricity, getting to bed at 10 uh, I'm a nine-hour guy myself, uh, and I do like to take naps. Um, and so, um, sleep is so important. Sleep is sleep's my number one commodity as a young parent. And so, uh, I get to bed before ten as much as possible. You know, late for me is ten thirty. So, um, and and it pays off. I wake up fresher. I wake up more restored. I'm, I'm slowly but surely healing uh, whatever I've been through with the black mold and, uh, and sleep's at the cornerstone of that. So I don't mess around when it comes to sleep unless I want to be sick. And <laughs> guess what? I don't want to be sick. I don't blame you on that one. <laughs> and I, I've, uh, my, my son's about two months old at this time. So I understand exactly where you're coming from, how much value that sleep has. Uh, I, I, I try and get, he, he's usually down by about 8.30, 9 o'clock and I know I'm immediately, my head's hitting the pillow right after that too. My wife, the same thing. She's usually in bed a little bit earlier than that because we're both the same. We both know how important that sleep is. Like the only lights that will turn on, we have, we, we got some amber night lights uh, just in case he does get up and we need to be walking around and just doing something, checking on him in the middle of the night. So I, I can really respect where you're at with that. Uh, as far as how valuable it can be. Yeah, and on that note, you know, if people don't know, F.Lux can be downloaded for your laptop. So if after the lights go down, it's an amber light as well. It's uh, F.Lux, and I yeah, think it's only I, for the laptop. I've been using that for a while now, and it's fantastic. I mean, even just anytime I'm late at work, anything like that, I can dim the lights in the room, but it, it, you can't do anything about the computer, but now you can, and it's been a savior some days. Yeah, what I tell my clients and, and, and people I consult is, look, you can get away with it. You know, it's like partying in your 20s. You know, you can get away with it. I mean, I stayed up all night long and partied in Miami in the 90s. And, you know, the, but the bottom line is, is once you get older and once you value your health, 
you know, and if you don't value your health, just wait till a good injury happens. And, and then you can start to realize how important health is. And remember, it's not about whether I live till, you know, I'm 115, because let's face it, look at some of the older people. My friend made a good movie called uh, How to Live Forever. Uh, side effects may vary. And, you know, you've got people smoking and drinking into their hundreds running marathons. And then you've got Jack LaLanne and you've got all these other people. But the one thing I realized is everybody gets old and everybody dies and everybody ultimately ends up looking like their fungal infection is taking over, basically ugly. So I don't think I want to live forever. However, if I want to have sex when I'm 75 or 85, you know, I should be able to have that. If I want to run a marathon or hike Mount Everest, I should be able to do that or at least play with my grandchildren. And so, you know, that's, you know, you know, basic you know, human rights or, or your birthright. And so, um, and, and on, on the living forever, you know, philosophy as well, you know, ultimately our soul lives forever anyway. So we are immortal. And this is just, you know, part of our uh, learning experience here on the earth plane is my personal philosophy. And, and I love that. Like, it's kind of our soul in a physical expression at the time, whatever form that may be in. Uh, so no, I think, I think that's fantastic. I love the the live forever or not necessarily wanting to live forever. It's to me, it's, I, I want to just have a great life. And as long as I can have a great life, love those that are around me and try to make this world a better place. I think that my impact will last forever. Well, and I think that's where Paul check gets into the legacy. I mean, you know, let's face it. You want to immortalize yourself, then live a life worth living, face your death, know that death is a part of life, that that's part of the transition. And then utilize the creation principle, the co-creation principle. We can create children. We can also create, you know, and impregnate and gestate ideas. Where do you think the Wright brothers got their ideas to fly planes, fly like a bird? You know, everybody thought that they were crazy. Steve Jobs, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he got into uh, bodybuilding, not bodybuilding, but acting. You know, people are like, uh, you can't get beyond that accent. You know, it's like, it's all about mindset. You know, whatever you want to create and so spiritually and, and uh, philosophically, you know, I'm here to utilize the creation principle and take us to the next level, to evolve the consciousness to the next level, to have fun. Because let's face it, if we look at statistics, health statistics, 70% of the American people are obese. One in 44 for autism right now. It was one in 88. Uh, one in 10,000, like 20 years ago or so. Mm -hmm. So things are going ballistic and a lot of that has to do with the toxic compounds that have been pumped into the environment since the dawn of the industrial uh, revolution. Um, and it's just, it's just time to change. So what a great time to be alive and to be able to apply the creation principles and create a world that we all envision. I'm not talking about utopian and not having stress or up, ups and downs, but I'm talking about something that's you know, equitable and enjoyable for, 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 for everyone. Uh, you know, what I lecture about in my, in my lectures, uh, you know, healthy me equals a healthy planet. Who wants to live in Iraq right now? Who wants to live in Afghanistan? We don't think twice when it goes, when we go and pump our gasoline into the, um, into the gas tanks at, at Chevron or down the street. But these, this industry, this particular industry, this is the apex of human consciousness right here. It forwarded us for trade, commerce, travel, this types of things. It helped evolve us to a certain level, but now it's just time to evolve again. And going beyond oil, a world without oil, a world without money, these are the next step 
next level of human evolution, in my humble opinion, because what we're doing is completely unsustainable. We got 5% of the population using 30% of the natural resources, creating 25% of the pollution. That's an unsustainable model. It's not an effective model. You can't export that to China and India. So we have to change. We're at a bifurcation point. There is no other choice to change. And if I don't get my shit together right now, look, there's not going to be any organic food for my children or Mr. Certified Health Nut. You know, this isn't, this is no more fun and games for me. If I don't put my foot down, I'm certainly not going to wait for the politicians to do anything. Barack Obama and his whole $500 million campaign to become president of the United States he didn't change a goddamn thing. In fact, he invaded more countries than Bush did, and he appointed Michael Taylor, vice president of Monsanto, to the FDA, and Tom Vilsack, uh, who prostitutes himself to Monsanto. Uh, he's the uh, he runs the United States Department of Agriculture. This person is a person is is a minion for a chemical company that made Agent Orange and and uh, napalm for for uh, the Vietnam War. These guys are war profiteers. Monsanto is a chemical company, and they're masquerading as an agribusiness company. If we don't put our foot down and show what organic living looks like, what holistic living looks like, we're all going to be assimilated into the current paradigm, and I don't accept that. And I, I love that. Uh, I, I, I wanted to get your take because this goes off of this. So what is either, what, what do you think health uh, is going to look like, uh, like in 10 years, in 100 years? Like, how do you envision that? So my vision, the Certified Health Nut vision, and if you forget about it, you can see it on my KRS-One interview. I interviewed legendary hip-hop artist KRS-One. And my vision is clean air, water, and soil, equitable systems for all of mankind in my lifetime. So many times I've heard people say that's impossible. Fuck that. Nothing's impossible. If the Wright brothers can fly a plane, I can create clean air, water, and soil. There's a ton of hippies out there and horticulturists and permaculturists that know how to remediate soil, that know how to, that have innovation. People like Paul Stamets who has mycelium mushrooms one organism's waste is another organism's food. We can heal this planet in a blink of an eye once we make the decision that it's important, that the air is important, that the water is important, that the soil is important, and that there might be a correlation and causation element to the current statistics that we have. You are what you eat is an axiom that's not going away anytime ever. So if that's the truth, and the health statistics in the United States where we don't label GMOs is climbing from 62% obesity when I started Certified Health not less than 10 years ago to 70%. That's exponential growth within 10 years. So if, if, if that's happening, then that's going towards 100% at exponential growth. So I'm, going, I'm looking at becoming a statistic if I don't put my foot down. So again, it's very important that us as individuals that understand this get extremely vocal and or just ripping off your clothes if you're living an organic lifestyle because most people don't look like a fit gorilla in the wild. And when you're applying holistic principles, lo and behold, people look healthy. Their skin looks healthy. Their hair looks healthy. And the opposite of that is basically fungal overgrowth, gut dysbiosis, and all sorts of issues showing up on the skin, uh, in the body, but mainly, you know, the skin, I see so many issues with young children and a lot of that has to do with, you know, vaccines. It has to do with, um, you know, adjuvants, heavy metals in the environment. These things are hammering the gut. 
And if the gut can't break down and metabolize the food, those undigested protein solids are going to go through the gut, create leaky gut and all sorts of problems, histamine reactions, which will lead to autoimmune. And the immune system just keeps attacking the body. I mean, it's all, you know, uh, systemic dysfunction. And it's all related to the soil and, and the air and the water. You know, we're Czech practitioners. And, and, and the thing is, is I found Paul Czech on the internet uh, when YouTube started out. And you've got all these health practitioners um, that are on there. Basically, the only one besides Paul and a couple other people were a bunch of vegans. The standard American diet makes you sick. And lo and behold, this plant-based diet is this miracle utopia. Well, if you know anything about health and you've dealt with clients, you know that that is not the truth. And a lot of people get sick on that diet. So lo and behold, this video called Nutrition, The Dirt Facts was by Paul Check, And I clicked on it and I watched it and it blew my mind. It is the best nutrition video on the whole entire internet for years, for the last 10 years. And I, I can't argue with that. It's an absolutely <laughs> awesome video. He, it really is. He doesn't even talk about uh, food. He doesn't even talk about carbohydrates and proteins. He talks about the soil and the microbes and what actually creates the food. And so, you know, so once you see the big picture, that's why I fell in love with Paul. That's why I work with all the, all my Czech colleagues, because they're educated at a certain level that you understand that you're in symbiotic relationship with the world. You, we, you know, we are nature. There is no separation from human beings to the earth itself. We're all connected. We're all super connected. So it's in our best interest to optimize the systems so that they run efficiently and they're sustainable. So, so that they're, and they're good for all because eventually this whole Iraq syndrome and basically Africa, we raped and pillaged for all their natural resources as well. Eventually that comes home to roost. If there's oil out in Santa Monica Bay and we want it, you know, who cares about the beautiful California beaches? If there's oil in Yosemite National Park or we can frack some gas out of there, who cares that it's one of the most beautiful protected lands places on the earth? Because corporations and industry will just buy politicians and bypass any laws and they'll write new laws. This is the way of the world, guys. So if anyone's, you know, under the guise that the political system is going to help change things, you know, it's, you know, it's time to wake up, guys. It's time to stop being a, uh, a, an, an infantile human. It's time to grow up into the adult world and recognize our symbiotic relationship and recognize one's own personal responsibility in this journey. Nobody's a victim. Everyone's here to, you know, contribute in my humble opinion or not. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be a zealot or anything like that, but you know, the option to contribute and to transform this world, uh, you know, is huge right now. We're, we're in the middle of a huge awakening. That's the bottom line, whether you realize it or not. And Troy, I think that that was just amazing. I, I, I think people are going to have to listen to that over and over to sometimes even fully grasp it because they, the, what is it? The wool, the wool's pulled over the eyes like so much. Uh, and none of that is in the mainstream media. I mean, it is, but it, it all gets uh, buried at some point. And who who are some people that you uh, follow, not necessarily in health, just some of this uh, global health in general? Like, who, who would you recommend that people go see to, to learn about? Like, you talked about the soil. I mean, I'm going to put the link in here for Nutrition the Dirt Facts for everybody to check out. But, I mean, the soil health. The I mean, Tesla, look what they're doing with uh, electric cars now. I mean these things to be able to get us off of all the gasoline. Like who is it that you would follow that you would recommend people 
start learning from? Okay, so that's a great question because I have solutions. People tried to take some pot shots at me recently that I'm always complaining, and I'm not. I'm, I'm unifying humanity on air, water, and soil, our common human heritage. If you don't have if you don't have oxygen within three to five minutes, you're dead. If you don't have water within four to six days, you're dead. If you don't have food within forty to sixty days, you're dead. So these, you know, air, water, and soil is what makes life hospitable for human beings. So once we come to terms on that, then we can start unifying on that fundamental principle and creating equitable systems. So the solutions are available. Tesla technology is a good thing to research and start communicating with your fellow brethren. Because thought, word, action manifests in the flesh, I do believe is a biblical term. Napoleon Hill says, whatever the mind can conceive and believe you can achieve. So we start ushering in the consciousness of free energy into the human template, into the conversation. And then we let the engineers allow it to come forth. Now, if you follow the career of Elon Musk, this guy is already in alignment with this. He started PayPal, which is an alternative currency. And I believe in a world without money. Uh, I recommend you follow Michael Tellinger and watch his two-hour uh, presentation on free energy and a world without money. Uh, the Ubuntu movement he elaborates on, which is a, a, a Zulu word from South Africa that means contributionism, where people are giving their gifts. And so, and they've done a bunch of math on, on creating sustainable communities on the gift economy, and it does function. The thing is, is we're all university trained to sit down, shut up, get a good job. If you get good grades, you'll get into a good university, and then you get to be a doctor to push pills or a lawyer to become a uh, uh, to make white collar crime legal. And so, this is the world that we live in. And so, uh, to break free from that, um, you know, we have to look at all possibilities. That's why I love Paul Check. He's self-educated. I'm self-educated. I have plenty of conditioning through TV and education and you know whatever religion permeates the culture. However, I've also done a, a, a ton of sacred medicines, psychedelic and hallucinogenic plants that have helped dismantle and dissolve boundaries and cultural conditioning, uh, as well as I've just thought for myself. I've always thought for myself and just being self-educated. So Paul Check, Elon Musk. Paul Check, the reason I recommend studying with Paul Check is because he has a higher advanced learning um, uh, institute, and he's been dedicated to it for 30 years. I, I don't know how long the institute's been open, maybe 15 years. His programs are fundamental. If people want to learn the truth about how to take care of a human body, then Paul Check can explain it upside down, sideways, biochemically, anthropologically, philosophically, physiologically, uh, historically, etc., etc. I mean, no one explains it better than Paul. If you really want to learn it, at a fundamental level, and everyone should take HLC1, in my humble opinion, because that will teach you how to take care of yourself and your family. So Paul Check, hands down. Everyone should, should know his materials or at the bare minimum read his book, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy. There's no, at this point in time in human history, it's not important to reinvent the wheel. Everyone wants to do marketing and rehash internet marketing and this, that, and the other thing. And you know, brands are great, but look, if you don't, if you're not teaching the majority of the fundamental principles that Paul is teaching, then you're missing something. So his six foundation principles, his six factors of stress, his four doctors philosophy, these things are simple and can be taught to anyone. So Paul Check, number one in my book to to to, to study with. Number two is <clears throat> Elon Musk. Follow his career. He started PayPal, alternative currency, SpaceX. Uh, he's got military contracts, 
for his own space company, another Wright Brothers type concept. He's got a car company called Tesla. Why did he name his car company after Nikola Tesla? Answer that question. You just do enough research and answer that question, and then you can start getting on the, 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 the mentality that it's going to take to kind of free this world up, free humanity, total human liberation, free energy. And so, uh, and then uh, well, speaking, he also- sorry, sorry, Troy, but I wanted a quick point on that. Like you said, free energy. Nikolai Tesla, he had developed how to give free, he wanted to give energy away for free to the entire world. But that's what was shut down for him because all he wanted to do, he was doing it for just the betterment of humanity. And I'm 100% with you on that one, that that free energy for all, it's available. The technology is out there. That's correct, man. It's, 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 it's there. And look, the Mayans, Egyptians, and Incans all built temples that are completely unexplainable today. You've got these megalithic stones in Egypt and Pumapunku in, in Bolivia and, and uh, Saxa Woman in Cusco, Peru. You know, they can't explain how these things were built. A lot of these things were built with no mortar and they withstood 9.7 earthquakes in the early 1900s. I know this because when you go to Peru, you know, they, the Catholics came there and built temples over the Incan temples. But when the earthquake came in the early 1900s, it was like 9.7. It leveled all of the Spanish churches. And lo and behold, what was underneath them were all the Incan temples still standing. No mortar, fit like a puzzle, megalithic stones. And so we might want to look at, you know, how they move, at least ask the question, how did they move the stones? How did they build the temples? Um, you know, there's been uh, research done uh, and mathematics done on the circumference of stones in Egypt and the strongest men that were alive at the time, and how many you know fingers or hands could could meter you know lift the stones, and it's basically impossible. And so, with the technology that was available there, so you know, my advice is Paul Check, Elon Musk, and Michael Tellinger to really understand a world without money. There's a 14-minute clip that you can watch that's called A World Without Money from Michael Tellinger. Start wrapping your head around that. And if you have the two hours to watch on the free energy, again, it's it's really, I don't necessarily have to have all the answers, but I can have a shitload of questions, you know, uh, and, and basically question everything. You know, I believe in all possibilities, which is the cutting edge of quantum mechanics. So if all possibilities is there and the Mayans, Egyptians, and Incans built these temples that we can't explain, what did they use? Did, did they use harmonics? Look at the Coral Castle in Homestead, Florida. It was built with megalithic stones as well. And um, there's a lot of mystery that surrounds that. Now, I've been to a lot of these sacred sites around the world. Um, you know, I've been to Stonehenge. You know, my advice is get out there. Get out there in the field. Go experience this yourself. The final teacher that I will tell, that I will recommend for everyone are sacred plants. Cubensis mushrooms, magic mushrooms, ayahuasca, ibogaine for people that are addicted to heroin and, and alcohol. Uh, and again, these things are not child's play, and I'm not advocating, advocating them for everyone. What I'm advocating is for people to get out there and use their intelligence and research these plants. These plants have been around since the beginning of man. Terence McKenna wrote a book called Food of the Gods where he equated most of the religious teachings were derived from taking plants like magic mushrooms, where the, where the boundaries were dissolved and divine epiphanies came to these people, and then they wrote them down. And so the same can be said about ayahuasca, very sacred plant. And the shaman that I worked with in the Amazon for many years, and I would tell you to study with him, but he's dead, but you can watch all my video interviews with him on ayahuasca, 
Scott Peterson, he liked to say, when things go haywire in the world, man goes back to the origins. Well, look at the history of ayahuasca and how it came up from the 70s through Harvard professor uh, Richard Schultz, Richard Schulte, and then you've got uh, uh, Terrence McKenna and, and the like, and then 70s, 80s, and then the internet popped up. And now there's people watching my videos and flying down to Peru uh, regularly on a regular and constant basis. And so, and the plant is going all over Europe, Asia, and North America uh, and helping people awaken. Now, I, I like to say one antidote on that because I don't advocate willy-nilly you know, drug use. Uh, there's been plenty of people that just end up using that uh, as another crutch. Now, these types of medicines are not child's play. They're very, very powerful and they have the ability to awaken someone and have them look at the, their own biocomputer, the files that you have running if you have not forgiven people, if you were raped as a child and these things are you're harboring resentment or anger or bitterness or whatever is robbing you from your own full liberation, these plants have the ability to help you look at them on a very clear manner. It's not going to solve and cure all your problems. But when you come out of a ceremony, you come out of the Amazon, your life will be changed and you will have uh, the ability to look deeply into the makeup of how you're running your life and the ability to change from there, from the heart, not the head, which is a completely different uh, uh, mechanism. So again, Paul Check, Elon Musk, follow his career, watch Michael Tellinger, anything you can get on uh, urban gardens and permaculture. I mean, there's so, so many people doing that right now. Uh, and then, of course, uh, sacred plant medicines and natural medicines. Study as much as you can on that, whether it's YouTube videos or uh, you know, viscerally having one of these experiences. And you can find me on Facebook, and I can make other suggestions as well. But those are my top recommendations. Does that make sense to you, Nick? That, Troy, that, that was fantastic. I mean, you take if people only had to look at five things, <laughs> I mean – that's just so, again, holistically looking at it right there, because each of those individuals, I mean, well, not even individuals, I mean, the sacred plants, the, the urban gardens, each of those things to study, like you said, talking about healing the earth, and it's here now. It, it doesn't have to wait 100 years, 1,000 years for it to happen. It can happen today. And just by looking at those, that's all you need right there. And And I think that makes it great for people, because not everybody wants to study this all day as you and I do. But to have a few great resources to have makes it so much easier to implement and just that understanding. They don't have to, again, spend hours upon hour studying it. They can do a few minutes a day and can really change the world just in that time period. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the glories of, of, of YouTube right now. You can really get a visceral taste of you know who's real and and who's offering you know so, so solid information and you can resonate with the person and you know I've got tons of videos you know with Paul with Paul Check I've got tons of videos on ayahuasca I've got you know tons of videos on natural childbirth on just basically what's possible you know we're not talking about living an austere perfect life that's not what it's about it's experiencing it at the highest level, you know, and, and, and again, if, if I don't get out there and get vocal, you know, we've got massive pollution. I live in L.A. You know, the, the bay here, Santa Monica Bay is polluted. You know, the, the, 
this used to be the top five city in the in the nation with polluted air. I don't know what it is right now, but LA still has massive pollution. We're burning oil for crying out loud. Lead, cadmium, and and uh, uh, and nickel, other heavy metals, come right out of the diesel engines and and out of the cars. We're all breathing that in. So it's just a great time of awakening, and and I'm so grateful for podcasts like yourself going out there and sharing these messages. And Troy, thank you for that. I mean, this is this has been great, and I want to be very respectful of your time here. So there's two more questions that I want to ask you here, and the first one is, who would you want to hear on this podcast? Who do you want to learn more from? Uh, let's see. Who do I want to learn more from on this podcast? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd love to hear Elon Musk. Uh, you know, he uh, he's so under the radar. He's not fighting any systems. The guy's sitting there creating complete infrastructure for electricity. That te- And he names his car company after Nikola Tesla. <laughs> that tells me he's... He's going to usher it in, and he's open source blueprinting everything. He's not trying to patent it, which tells me he is on the you know the cusp of this evolution of this evolutionary leap. And so, um, so Elon Musk, uh, Paul Check, Michael Tellinger. I mean, I don't think we can we can have uh, a world without money. The gift economy explained enough from going from look, I got dollars in my pocket. The majority of my day is focused on building my business so I can pay for organic food for my family and thrive in the city of Los Angeles. So I'd like to, uh, I'd like to upgrade and, and eliminate that. I don't believe that that's the way we have to live, especially when food is free. So if, if, if uh, you, know, you get Michael Tellinger on there, he's probably the easiest accessible mm-hmm. of those three. Uh, he's out of South Africa. And so... Uh, to explain the Ubuntu movement, the contributionism movement, everyone has gifts. Everyone has unique gifts. I point this out in my lectures. You know, uh, the number one feared uh, uh, human activity is public speaking. Well, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I love talking. It's it's a natural gift for me. Just get me in front of a bunch of people, and I'll, I'll talk till people are blue in the face. And so, uh, and some people like to cook. Some people like to garden. Some people like to knit. Some people like to take care of the children. And you know what? The children are very important. And as a society, we're farming them out to nannies and educational institutions that are programming, programming them for corporations. So, you know, the bottom line is, is it's, it's just a good time to upgrade the, the, the systems. So a world without money, you know, these are evolutionary leaps that we're going to have to go through. A world without money, free energy. I mean, can you imagine? Once we have free energy... What's the point of being in Iraq and Afghanistan and trying to put a pipeline through Syria or in, you know, invading Libya or, you know, the next situation is, is money and really getting people off of money as well. I mean, these are, these are fantastical concepts, but this is where we're headed unless you accept uh, our fate of the human species being wiped off the planet. Well, I, I think that's fantastic. I'm going to be, uh, trying to contact all three of those. I, I, I'll do my best to get a hold of Paul. I know he's very busy. Michael Tellinger, I'm going to have to study more into. And I'm putting this out right now. I, it's we're, we're recording this September 2015. Uh, I, I want to, by September 2016, I'm going to do my damnedest to get Elon Musk on this show, even if it's for one question. Uh, I, I, what, what question, if you, given one question, what would you ask him? Hmm. Ask him to paint the picture of his finished legacy and the future of humanity. That is amazing. Uh, 
Troy, I, I, I want to say thank you so much. The last question I have for you is just wh- where can our listeners find out more about you? Because they need to, to continue to hear all about this so that everybody can really just continue their expansion. Well, thank you. Uh, okay, so certifiedhealthnut.com is my website. I'm most active on social media, uh, especially Facebook. Certified Health Nut Facebook. You can go to facebook.com forward slash chn333. Um, my YouTube channel has about 200 videos on it, Certified Health Nut. Um, and then I have my Facebook uh, regular page that people can follow. I run my businesses on there, so I'm pretty easy to communicate. Uh, on those, uh, all the my social media outlets, Instagram as well. And so, um, and I work with a, a 10 day cleanse. I have organic wheatgrass and organic supplements, all hundred percent non GMO, uh, organic ingredients. We've been growing wheatgrass for 23 years. If people are looking to, uh, uh, supplement their diet with whole food, superfood, raw foods, investigate and take a good research uh, on the products that we offer to the public. Company's been around for 23 years, and David Sandoval is a health nut himself. Um, in fact, Vidya McNeil, who's uh, Paul Check's business manager, she joined us uh, to distribute the products as well. So I recommend people uh, really research the products that I'm working with. Purium's the name of the company. Um, it's a great uh, addition to uh, your clientele if you are a holistic practitioner or a personal trainer. What I tell the sports fitness professionals that I work with, uh, if you're not offering your clients uh, holistic options, nine times out of ten, they're going to be marketed garbage to some by somebody else. Soy, corn, genetically engineered, magnesium stearate supplements, uh, silicon dioxide, products with excipients, and the excipients are usually coming from uh, GMOs. So investigate that on certifiedhealthnut.com. And then I'd like to leave you guys with a parting quote from Paul Check. Hold on one second. So he gave a, a lecture at the TMJ. You can find this. Paul Check closes T, TMJ seminar with a quote. And so uh, let's see if I can cue this up properly. Okay, here we go. Parting quote. H.T. Ert said in the book, The Philosophy of Science by J.S. Hallandane, a little bit of nonsense repeated regularly for just 10 years can wipe out 100 years of truth. Would you believe that? Well, good. Then flip that coin over. A little bit of truth repeated regularly for just 10 years could wipe out 100 years of nonsense. Let's get busy. So that's it, guys. We put life affirmative messages down the pipeline of the media, which has been promoting economic and political campaigns since the dawn of media. Um, and usually to sell a product that is not good for, 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 for the world. And so we can flip that coin right over now with social media and pump life affirmative messages down there. Share the messages. Michael Tellinger, Paul Check, my videos, uh, Nick's podcast. Share the holistic messages. There are holistic options. We are changing this world. The world is changing in a positive manner. The universe is always working in our favor and glory is at our hands. Troy, thank you so much, uh, and I, I look forward to seeing this positive change spread all over the world. So thank you again. Awesome, brother. Thank you so much, Nick. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to go check on your brain health by going over to the barenakedhealthpodcast.com and taking the free brain quiz. By doing so, you can get a free copy of my book, Four Morning Secrets to Perfect Brain Health, shipped to your door. Also, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health Podcast a positive comment and a five-star rating. 
This really goes a long way in getting the word out and helping to share the podcast with others.